Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Daydon Tolbert Show. I am your host, Daydon Tolbert. It has been a little while since we were uh, together. <laughs> Listen, man, let me let me talk to y'all for a little bit. So I'm, I'm back. Um, I had announced my retirement um, right before the pandemic, actually. And, um, you know, it just didn't feel right. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about why I came back and things like that. But first, I want to just let you guys know that the website is up. The new website is up. That's honestly one of the main reasons why I was waiting to come back, because I wanted a centralized place where you guys uh, could connect with me and you can follow me and you can get life coaching services. So that is trclifecoaching.com. Check it out right now. Follow me, everything, you know what I mean? Bookmark it. That's the, that's the new spot, man. But um, I'm, I'm glad to be back, man. I'm glad to be back. Um, and let me say this, too. I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful, hopeful and prayerful that everyone is well. Um, like I said, we have not spoken since the pandemic. Ho- hopefully your families are well. Hopefully you guys are healthy. Hopefully you guys were not uh, too affected by the craziness going on in the, in the world right now. Um, it's, it's been a lot, man. Hopefully, you know, you were able to come out of it better, you know. I know that's challenging and has been challenging, but hopefully you were able to, whether it was the, from a financial standpoint, whether it was from a, a spiritual standpoint, hopefully you were able to um, prosper in some way. Not illegally, not with the illegal PPP, not like that, but hopefully you guys are good, man. Um, like I said, though, check out the website, man, real quick, trclifecoaching.com. Uh, that's where you can get all of my life coaching services, singles, couples, um, online dating workshops. I'm, I'm starting a 12-week Redefining Greatness Virtual Woman's Guide to Finding Love seminar on May 1st. So check that out. Register now. And um, and that's what it is, man. Um, today I want to talk about um, a topic that everyone seems to be talking about over the last, you know, month or so, and that's uh, Kanye West. Um, that's Kim Kardashian, and I want to talk about their divorce, um, not from a gossip. You know, we don't we don't do that here, guys. Um, that's not what we do. But from a you know, I, I try to in everything I do, I want to teach, and so I want to help specifically women see and and the men see how to deal with a bad breakup, because I've got to be honest, what, what Kanye West is doing right now is not cool from a, as a man. I can't respect what he's doing as a man, you know, stalking, harassing both uh, his wife as well as the the man that she is dating now. And that's something that no man should do. No real man is going to do. You've got to take that loss and move on. So I want to talk about how to deal with a bad breakup, how to get rid of a stalker. Uh, I want to talk about skeet. <laughs> Oh man, Skeet Davidson, man. I think I think that's hilarious. I think their back and forth has been epic. I think it's been really, really funny. Um, just to hearing the uh, some some of it's been funny. Not everything, but some of it is, is funny. <laughs> he said, "Look, man, where you at right now?" He said, "I'm in bed with your wife." <laughs> I laughed, but I heard that. But yeah, so that's what I want to do today, man. But again, before we jump into it, check out the website. Follow me. You know what I mean? Add yourself to the Friends of the Day on Tolbert Show Facebook group. A lot of great discussions in there, uh, trclifecoaching.com. So first, let's do this. Let's let's do this. Why, first of all, why did I retire? Because I really retired. 
You know what I mean? I really did. It wasn't just like, oh, like, I'm just going to retire. Nah, like, I've been doing this for over 20 years. You know, this is the 17th season of the Dayton Talbert Show. You know, we're not called the original urban podcast for no reason. You know what I mean? Like, I really was one of the first, if not the first, guy doing it like this, you know, on the Internet. And I'm proud of that. And I thank you guys for supporting me for as long as you have. And so the reason why I said, you know, I want to stop is because I got to a point where I felt like there was nothing I could talk about that I hadn't already talked about. You know what I mean? Like, literally, if you go into, you know, Google, there's a show on everything, every topic. I've done a show on every topic. And so I felt like I wanted to, I, it wasn't fresh anymore. I wanted it to be fresh. I wanted it to be new. And so I took a break. I mean, I stopped. I said, you know what, I'm done. I did it all. And so, but now I want, you know, there's so much going on. There's so much going on that I see that I haven't talked about. Um, you know, so I mean, so there's, so I have a lot of new topics that I want to discuss with you guys. So there's that. But then there was another reason why, so I, the reason why I came back, I said, well, I, I was just looking around and I said, wow, there's so much false information out here, right? I mean, there's, it's like when I, when I first started, there was, let me see, it was like you had so many women. Like I was unique because you had a lot of pandering going on to black, you know, black women. But now what we have is we have a lot of bashing of black women. And the irony in that is that people used to accuse me of bashing black women. I'm here to help black women. But he said, now you're bashing. Now when we see people like Kevin Samuels and a lot of other people, now they actually see. That's what bashing really looks like. You don't see me hanging up on people. You don't see me cussing people out. You, you, you've never seen that. And so what we're seeing now is we're seeing popular, quote-unquote, relationship and dating gurus giving advice that's really false for real men, heterosexual men, uh, marriage-minded men. What we're seeing now is we're seeing a lot of bitter men, uh, very bitter, you know, very bitter um, women hating men out here, you know, and, and I'm not just talking about public. I'm talking about just online, these online guys, people in these groups, they hate, they literally hate women. And they will let you know that they hate, well, they, excuse me, they hate black women. And so we're, we're seeing more, back in the day, you heard, heard people say, like, you know, I want to date a white woman. But now it's like, these dudes, they literally hate black women. And so they're following people who also hate black women. And so that's the new narrative. Um, that didn't really exist like it did, you know, like it does now, you know, 15 years ago. And so that's one of the reasons why I came back, because what we're seeing is that a lot of single women are feeling like there are no – one, they've always thought that there are not a lot of good black men out here, eligible men out here, but now they're feeling like all men hate women. You know, they're feeling like, well, black men have an issue with black women collectively, and so I need to go out and date a, a white man or, or a Filipino man or whatever the case is because we just aren't for them, and that's false. And, you know, and unfortunately, I'm not, see, I'm not saying they're not out here, but I'm not seeing a lot of men like myself, real men, married men, heterosexual men, you know, who are able and willing to tell women, black women, how it is. 
you know, from not from a I want to go viral standpoint, not from a I want to sell books standpoint, I want this. No, but, like, from a genuine place. And that's who I am. That's who I've always been. And so we're, so we're seeing that. That's what we're seeing as far as the men out here. But we're also seeing is that we're seeing a lot of um, – we're seeing a, the idolization of even more so. It's always been the case. But now it's like these young women are looking up to the Cardi B's of the world, the Megan Thee Stallions, the Beyonce's, um, and they are embracing an overall lack of morals, values, um, you know, prom- we're talking about promiscuity, we're talking about drugging men, raping men, using men for their money, scamming men, you know, that, and that's what we're seeing. That's what, you know, young girls are, 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 are seeing out here. And, you know, back in the day, they had the Claire Huxtables to offset that. They had their mothers and fathers who they could look at and see, wow, they have a great marriage. They have a great relationship. This is not how we should be. Cardi B is not who I should look up to or who I should aspire to be with. But now we don't even have that balance. And because we don't have that balance, it's, it's you know, it's, uh, it's, it's causing problems. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted to come back. Uh, to to combat that, to give you guys a different uh, a different perspective. So, and that, that and lastly, what I'm seeing now is more so than than normal. We are seeing Christians. You know, we're, we're, first of all, we're seeing a lack of uh, public love for God. Right? I mean, back in the day, I used to go on my timeline. I would see Bible verses. I would see scriptures. I would see everything. You know, but now. You know, you don't see any of that. In fact, you see more and more astrology. You know, it's like it's like astrology, and then we wonder why you can't get love because you're not reading your Bible. You're not, you know what I mean? You're, you're looking at what the, the set your zodiac sign is compared to someone else to determine your level of compatibility, and that's that's not going to do anything positive. And so, we're, but so aside from that, we're seeing Christians who are actively following people for dating and relationship advice who are, one, not Christian. Two, they're not giving, not only are they not giving biblical advice, they're giving blatantly non-biblical advice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what, what part of the game is that? What part, of, what, what part of that makes sense? That's like a Muslim taking, you know, Hindu advice on how to have love. Why would you do that? That doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like, why, think, I mean, just think about that. You look at people like Kevin Samuels. You know what I mean? I'm just using him as an example, although I plan on doing an entire show discussing the, the term high-value man and how ridiculous it is. People have been asking me for like a year to talk about that. But, you know, we're ha- who, who is not a Christian, who's not giving Christian advice, but millions of people are following him, millions of Christians are following him for dating and relationship advice. And I, I'm not sure why they feel like that makes sense to do. You know what I mean? Uh, but, yeah, we'll, so we'll talk about that. Some other topics that I want to get into over the next uh, few months um, that are, you know, just do black men still want to get married? You know, and if so, I mean, obviously the answer is yes. But if so, what are we looking for? You know what I mean? What do we seek in a wife? Because I found that that is a, 
a topic that women are greatly um, confused about. You know what I mean? Very, very confused about. One, whether or not we want to get married, and two, what do we look for? When most women out here, you'd be surprised, they, they really have no idea what we seek in a wife. You know what I mean? Um, and so that's what, one of the things I want to talk about. Um, like I said, I want to talk about, I'm going to talk about the high-value man. You know, there's a big, and that's not, <laughs> that, one of the things you guys know me over the last 20 or so years, I've helped women, thousands of women, find love with a godly man. Right? You ask every woman what they want in a, you know, in, in a husband, they say, well, I want a man of God. That's what they say. You know, I tr- deep down I believe they truly want that, but a, understand a godly man is not what, we're, what this definition of a high-value man is. It, I just want that to be clear. That's not a, what Kevin Samuels is. And I'll talk more about that, like I said, next time, but that's not a godly man isn't necessarily a godly man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and, and so you got to ask yourself, what do I really want? So that's, that's what I want to talk about. What do we want in a wife as a man? What qualities do you need to possess? We hear so many women talking about what they want. Okay, that's fine. What you want, that's fine. But what do we want? Most, you got to be what, it doesn't matter. So many women have convinced themselves. They've been brainwashed into thinking just because you're single and successful and financially independent. That, that makes you a great woman, a wifeable woman, a virtuous woman. No, it doesn't. Like I told you, on May 1st, I'm starting a 12-week seminar on the redefining greatness, the virtuous woman's guide to love. Register right now at trclifecoaching.com, and I will actually show you exactly how to be what a godly man wants in a wife. Because that's the, that's the key. You know what I mean? Um Another topic I want to get into is I'm over 40 with kids. Can I still have love? A lot of times one of the things I'm seeing is that a lot of women are, um, they're doubting themselves as they get older. You know what I mean? They're doubting themselves. They're, they're questioning God. They're losing faith because they, they feel like, you know, it hasn't happened at this point, so maybe it'll never happen for me. And so I want to talk about um, finding love over 40. I want to talk about a lot of stuff, so I'm not going to run them all down. I got a million topics. Topics. Um, the definition of a great wife. I want to talk about parenting, specifically single moms, parenting in the black community, and the importance of black fathers. Um, I want to talk about submission, vulnerability, two words that a lot of women have a big problem with. You know what I mean? A big problem with. I want to revisit. This probably, over the years, this is probably one of the, my most uh, popular topics, the topics, one of the topics I've spoken most about, why men cheat. And not just a commercialized version of why men cheat, but the real reasons that men cheat. You know what I mean? The the uncomfortable reasons why men cheat. The reasons that will require you as a woman to self-reflect about why men cheat. So that's what I want to um, I want to get into. The, those are some topics over the next few weeks. I plan on coming back weekly. You know what I mean? So with a new topic. Um, so, yeah, man, check it out, man. Again, I, just, I appreciate you guys for t- staying with me for so long, man. This is, again, the 17th season of the Day Down Talbert Show. I don't know too many shows, let alone podcasts, that have been around for 17 years, man, but that's only because of you guys, man. You guys keep asking. I keep trying to retire. I keep trying to go away, but you won't let me, so I do appreciate it. Uh, again, 
check out the website, trclifecoaching.com. Um, archive shows are available on iTunes, iHeartRadio. But like I said, go to trclifecoaching.com, and uh, that's where I prefer you to listen. Um, so let's talk about Kanye and Kim. Let's talk about Kanye and Kim. So many of you guys may remember, you know, and a lot of you have been hitting me up because it feels it's like deja vu. Um, some of you guys have been listening for, for this whole time, 17 years. Um, some people are newer. And so for the newer people, I want you guys to understand, about many years, see, I'll tell this story again, but when I met my wife, she watched uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And that was way, way, way back, whenever that first started. And so I've been watching that with her over the last, you know, 15 or so years. And so if you and I and when I started this show, I would often when I say often, I mean often use Kim as a reference to the term uh, to uh, to discuss what I mean when I talk about emotional unavailability. And that term is what we're seeing out here from a lot of women, emotionally unavailable. And that will, as you've heard me say many times, cause you to only attract the liars, the dogs, the cheaters, and the players of, of the world, right? That's how that works. And so, I, and I've been saying that. I've been, I mean, I've been talking about Kim when she was dealing with uh, Reggie Bush, you know, I did shows when she was uh, dating uh, Chris Humphreys, and she was dating the little the security bodyguard dude. Um, you know, and then you know she met Kanye, and, and if you and I pulled it up recently, I just randomly I did many shows on it, but one show in particular was about ten years ago where I predicted. It was really when they started dating. I said, "Wow, you guys have been." And I said, "Then I said you guys have been listening to me talk about Kim." and her level of emotional unavailability for so long, it's no surprise she meets a guy, a man, like Kanye West, right? That's what happens, you know? I mean, I don't need to really explain Kanye West has some issues. I'm not going to say he's the worst guy in the world, but he's Kanye. He has some issues. And so that's what happens when, you, when you're a woman who has not healed and dealt with the issues from her past, you got it. A lot of women they want to just date. They want to just keep going and dating and dating and dating. And she still won't stop. Now she's dating Skeet. You know what I mean? At what point do you say, you know what? Let me just stop. You, she's been dating someone nonstop ever since the show's been on. She's never not been dating someone. At what point do you say, let me just <laughs> give it a rest? Let me actually heal and deal with these issues. And so many women out here have never stopped dating. You have to stop. You cannot. It's like a, a sprained ankle. If you're playing basketball, you can't just keep playing on the ankle. At some point, you have to take some time off to let it heal. You can try to play, but you're not going to be good. You're probably going to re-injure it. And that's what happens to Kim. That's what, you know what I mean? I mean look who she, let me just look at Look who she attracted right after Kanye. Ski Davidson. And look at him. You know what I mean? He's just crazy. He's, he's suicidal. Go listen to his interview. I listened to an interview on The Breakfast Club. He's talking about, yeah, I want to kill myself. He's, he he's openly has battled depression. You know what I mean? He has mental issues, just like Kanye West has mental issues. 
you know, and she, she look who she, this is who she's attracting, and get who I mean, God, who's going to be who's next? So if you remember, I said this won't. What I I remember saying it verbatim. I said, listen, this won't just end badly. I said then, ten, fifteen years ago, I said this will end horribly. I said this will be a disaster. This will be like a nuclear bomb going off as far as relationships go. This will be one of the biggest, I said then, this will be one of the biggest breakups, celebrity breakups that we've ever seen. And look what's happening now, 10 years later. Who remembers that? A lot of, shout out to you guys who, who, who have hit me up like, wow, you said that back when they first got together. And of course, that's not the, I predicted every major breakup, every celebrity breakup that's happened, I've discussed over the last 10, 15 years, every single one. And I've given you specific reasons for why. So what we have to do is we have to look at, well, okay, so Kim's emotionally unavailable. Why do you say that, Dada? What makes you say that? What, why have you said that over the years? Well, let's, let's take a look. So if you look at Kim, first of all, she's a celebrity. You know what I mean? She, that's just the first thing. That's just, you know, she's a celebrity. And if you know anything about celebrity life, if you've listened to this show over the last many years, you know what comes with being a celebrity, right? It's not a coincidence. It's not, it's not by happenstance that just about every celebrity you can think of struggles with depression, struggles with drugs, struggles with mental illness, um, you know, had some type of tragedy, but that's, you know, that's a whole different conversation, you know, death in the family. Um, We'll come back to that a little later. Let me just let me get my feet wet. Let me come. Let me, let's ease into. It. We'll talk about that later. But the, you know, it's not a coincidence. You know, and so what happens is, when you live that celebrity life, it takes a toll on you. You know, you look at people like Justin Bieber. You look at people like uh, what was his girlfriend's name? Um, you know, whatever his girlfriend's name. I forget. Not his wife, but his girlfriend. Um, y'all, y'all know who it is. Hit me up on y'all. Y'all know who it is. But, uh, you know, struggled with depression. You know, how many, even Beyonce has it openly admitted struggling with depression. I mean, I can't think of a celebrity that has not struggled with depression. Why? Because you've got to sell your soul to be a celebrity. Now, let's just cut the crap. We all know what, that's what it is. And so Kim is at the highest level of that, right? And so that's the first thing. And, you, and coming into the industry as a child, she's experienced that and had to, deal with that her whole life so 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 it's not a surprise that she got into promiscuity she became promiscuous just like most of these celebrities just like most women out here let's just be honest you know what I mean that will you know that will cause a certain level of emotional unavailability and ultimately depression when you're giving your body away to people regularly you're forming soul ties you know you've totally lost any relationship and friendship with God because your sin is something that separates you from God. And so she that will also that will also cause you to fall into a depression. Right? And you just you repeat this cycle. Just like she's been repeating this cycle for years. And so now what's happened? You know, she's in and out of relationships, now in and out of marriages. I think this was her what, third marriage. Now she's dating somebody. The cycle is continuing. So that promiscuity has already built up a certain level of of emotional unavailability. So what did she, what did she do as a result? 
Like I said, she's already not close to God, so what did she do? I was watching Ellen, and uh, she was on there where she was talking about, and this was an old interview. She was saying that she consults mediums. She doesn't read the, not, not read the Bible, not pray, you know what I mean? But she consults mediums, you know, psychics. She's big into that. Tarot cards. Okay, that's a, that's a good idea. That's a, that's a great idea to do, you know, but it's no different from a lot of people. They've lost that relationship with God, and so they turn to astrology. Some people can tell, they can't tell you a Bible verse. They can't tell you a scripture, but they'll let you say, the first thing they say, oh, what's your sign? Oh, I'm an Aquarius. Oh, I'm a Sagittarius. I'm a, oh, you, you, they'll run down to every single personality trait that you have. <laughs> oh, okay, what's, what's Proverbs 3, 6? Uh, I don't know. But, you can, but they can tell you what a cancer is. They can tell you what a, a, a Leo is. <laughs> they can't tell you who Jesus was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, man, I've missed you guys. Man. I've, missed, I've missed talking to you guys. This is fun to me. You know, they can't tell you. They won't tell you anything. You know, but they'll tell you when. They'll tell you, you know, how much of a freak a Scorpio is. Or, or or what will happen if a, a Sagittarius states a Scorpio. They can tell you that. And then they wonder why they're not being blessed. You know, people, that's the crazy thing. People really wonder. People out here, and I'm not just talking about women, they, they literally can't stop having sex. They literally will have sex with their ex-boyfriend. They got a friend with benefits. You know, ain't been to church ever, if not years, you know what I mean? But they literally will wonder, well, why can't I find love? These these men are intimidated by my success. Intimidated by your success? What do you mean? No, they're intimidated with somebody that got 100 bodies. Would you, you know what I mean? I was about to say something else, but that was going to take me back to early, the early Daydon. <laughs> the the, the, the Daydon from back in 06. You know what I mean? The keeping it real Fridays day now. But I'm going I'm to chill for a little bit. Like I said, I'm getting my feet wet back in this thing. But you see what I mean? So that that will will, will keep many women single. And certainly Kim Kardashian, it, it will explain her a lot of her issues. Another thing, too, that we have to look at is that, and again, she's openly said she struggles with depression. But a lot of people aren't discussing why that, where that de- depression started. A lot of it started with the, the death of her father. It started with the death of her father, who she loved, you know, who a lot of people loved, you know. And so what happened with that is, you know, what happens with a lot of women is that when they lose their father, whether that's him going to jail, whether that's him passing away, he died, whether that's... Um, you know, it could be a number of things. You know, he just, the, the relationship doesn't go right with, with your mother and they go their separate ways. They divorce if they were ever married to begin with. That has a colossal effect on little girls. Little girls need their fathers, period. period. That's it. They need them. Having a little girl myself, it you know, it's not even a question. It's it's so important. And w- when you don't have that, when these little girls do not have that love, when they do not have that protection, it, it's, 
it is, you know, it's indescribable. Now, a lot of women have done the best that they can, but any woman will tell you. She grew up without a father. She'll, if she's being honest, she'll tell you, hey, I, I, I miss my father. I did not have a father. I wanted a father there. Every little girl wants a father. And so Kim Kardashian did not have a father. But now so a lot of times women will have a stepfather who will step in. Maybe it's a grandfather who will step in. A, you know, whatever the case is, that, will, that can often help. You know, but look who stepped in to Kim's life. Uh, <laughs> look who stepped in, Bruce. Caitlin. Bruce Caitlin. Who knows, whatever, the, you know what I mean? A weirdo. You know, probably the opposite of a strong father figure. I mean, I'm not going to say he didn't love her, but he was not. I mean, look at what we saw. You know what I mean? Like, look, look at how, what we saw from him. Look at what he is now. So I can only imagine what she saw as a child. That's not a strong father figure in your life. You know what I mean? He, he's gay. You know what I mean? He's he's a weirdo. It's not normal to, to, to be a man and be married to your mother and then you, you turn into a woman. That's weird. I'm not afraid to say that that's weird. Are there any real people left? Are there any Christians left that are not afraid to, to stand against uh, social media backlash and, and say what we're all thinking? That's weird. It's not normal. It's not biblical. It's an abomination. Is there anyone still willing to do that? Am I the only one left? It seems like it. That's one of the reasons why I retired, because I felt lonely. I said, I'm out here by myself. I'm the only one keeping it real out here. Show me somebody else that does what I have done for the last 17 years. Show me someone who's given the type of advice and relationship and did shows like this over anyone. I can't think of anyone. You see what I'm saying? And so that's one of the reasons. It's like we, we, at some, I'm talking about the realist. Dating and relationship advice from a biblical perspective. Show me somebody that's done that. And what's happened, because we don't have that, and women don't have that, it's causing people to turn to people who are giving what they think is real advice, but just not biblical advice. I say to somebody, some people I'm close to, I say, well, well, check him out. He gives real advice. He gives real advice. He gives good. What do you think about this guy? I'm not going to put anybody's name out there, but check him out. He gives good advice. Okay, but it, but is he a Christian? Well, well, no. I mean, well, no, he's not a Christian. Well, does he give biblical advice? Well, well, no, but it's still good advice. How is it good if it's not biblical? You see what I'm saying? How is it good? What's good about it? If it ain't of God, it ain't good. How can it be? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's what we got to look at. So what's happened is she grew up with a father, without a father, or without her father, and then that father was replaced by a weirdo. You know what I'm saying? And so that's, these are layers upon layers upon layers upon layers of emotional unavailability that's led to depression. Um, now, let's look at some other is- issues that she has, that she's dealt with. She's married twice, two, two not good marriages, uh, every time you see her, she looks like she's about to cry. She just has so much, you can just see she has a weight on her, you know, posing nude and showing off her body. That is not going to 
bode well for your level of emotional and mental stability. You know, you, no one is, is going to be happy with themselves when they're not respecting themselves. You understand that? She struggles with several illnesses. She was diagnosed with lupus, with shingles, and some other issues that she hasn't really spoken about publicly, but she's mentioned. And so these are all things that are weighing heavily upon her, you know? And so what happens is, again, she, but she's still dating. And that's what a lot of women are dealing with. And I'm not saying dealing with issues is a bad thing. I'm not saying dealing with uh, illnesses or diseases or, 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 or tragedy is a bad thing. But you've got to deal with it. You can't just ignore it. You can't just date and think, oh, I'm, I'm dealing with all this stuff emotionally and spiritually and all this, but I'm still, I still want love, so I'm just going to date. Nah, that's where therapy comes in. That's when going to trclifecoaching.com comes in and starting the process of healing. You know, but let me just tell you guys real quick. You guys can actually, if you want to, if you want to do an introductory session, everything is right there on the site. Back in the day, you'd have to inbox me. Back in the day, you'd have to call the 800. We're not doing none of that anymore. You can pick which package you want to do right there on trclifecoaching.com. You want to do a 30-minute session to start off? Go ahead and do it right now. You want to do a 60-minute session? Boom. You want to do an online dating workshop to help you find love online? Boom. Do it right there online, right at trclifecoaching.com. I try to make it as, as simple as possible for you guys. You want to contact me? Press con- Click the link, contact data on. Send an, in- uh, an inbox to me, an uh, email to me. I get it immediately. You want to talk to me? Boom. Right there. Very simple. Very simple. No reason not to have love. No reason not to have healing. You know what I mean? That's honestly, I, w- I wanted to do a show two weeks ago three weeks ago, but I was waiting on the website, and it looks great. Thank you. Shout out, man. The, the, the website looks amazing. My man Greg did it. You know, shout out to him. But, uh, you know, so, so let's talk about let's talk about some other. So let's talk about the result. We named just a few of her issues that she's struggling with. So what happens? What happens once you have those issues? But you're still dating. That's when you meet Kanye. That's when you meet a man like Kanye who has <laughs> – a lot of issues, right? So let's answer a question real quick. Is Kanye West crazy? Let's talk about that. What? And I'm not. I don't want to get into the, you know, the the definition of. We want to talk about, but let's just say he has issues, and let's talk about some of his issues the way we just talked about uh, Kim Kardashian's issues. Now I didn't watch the show, uh, the documentary yet, uh, Genius, which I I plan on uh, watching. I didn't get it. I should probably should have watched it before I did this show, um, but I'm, I do plan on watching it. But let's just look at what we know about him. You know, lost his mother, unfortunately, very close with his mother. Um, you know that that that's affected him. You know that's affected him greatly. You can hear it in his music. You can see it in his actions. Um, you know, but the reality is, Kanye West is what. He did what most celebrities do, what all celebrities do, is he sold his soul for fame and fortune. You know, there's no way around it, right? I mean, he sold his soul. He hooked up with Jay-Z, who, as we all know, is is historically the biggest blasphemer in, in music history, you know, that, that from a from a hip-hop and R&B standpoint, by far, maybe only second behind Beyonce. But, he, you know, they blaspheme the name of God. They make a mockery of God. 
You know what I mean? Jay-Z does it. Beyonce does it. Kanye definitely does it. Rihanna. Look at everyone under his tutelage. Chloe and Bailey are now doing it. I say Chloe and Bailey. Uh, Chloe and Halle, you know what I mean, are doing it all under the tutelage in that family. And so, you know, Kanye was no different. You know, I remember watching a freestyle of Kanye. He was on stage. He said, I sold my soul for a Happy Meal. You know what I mean? No, no, I'm sorry. He said, I sold my soul. What did he say? Wait, I forget the word he said. I sold my soul, but at least it came with a few toys like a Happy Meal. No, he said, I sold my soul. It was a crappy deal. That's what it was. I sold my soul. It was a crappy deal. But at least it came with a few toys like a Happy Meal. I mean, and that's just him being honest about it. Most of these, all these celebrities have done it, but he's just being honest about it. And so when you... And again, Kim, same thing, you know. When when you do that, that is going to put you, separate you from God, you know, and it's going to put you into a state of depression if you are, if you weren't already in one. And so, you know, once, like I said, then his mom passed away. You know, he's already feeling the, you know, he has this, uh, he is a, he's still a genius. And so he, if you've watched any of his interviews, you know how passionate he is about wanting to be accepted as the, uh, the Albert Einstein of music, you know, the Da Vinci of fashion. You know, he wants to be viewed as the best, and particularly those, those categories, um, fashion and music. And, and he has, you know, and that's been an internal struggle of his. And so all of these things that he's struggling with are causing him to act out. You know, he, and the funny thing is you, you have certain, what I say, real men. <clears throat> See, let me just set this up. Kanye West, to me, is, is a clown. You know, you understand that? And let me just say that, what, tell you why I say that. He's not a real man. When I think, when I say a real man, there's certain, and I consider myself to be a real man, but you look at, things that what I say real men don't do, he did those things and continues to do those things. And just a few of them are, are how he, he even got with, with Kim. See, first of all, let me just break it down for you. Real men, ladies, do not compete. And that's what y'all got to realize, man. One of the things I'm going to be doing is talking about social media and how it keeps you single and how your actions on social media keep you single. And a lot of women think, for whatever reason, that it's okay to date multiple men, but men will still compete for you. Men will still, it's like, okay, you're openly dating this guy, but I want you, so I'm going to chase you. I'm going to pursue you. That's not what real men do. That's not what we do. We'll, ch- we'll pursue you for that ass. We're not, I'm not going to chase you for your heart. You understand that? If you're having sex with somebody, I might still have sex with you. A man might still have sex with you, but he's not going to commit to you. He's not going to be faithful to you. He's not going to love you. And that's ultimately what you want. So a lot of women, you have 90, I say about 90% of women out here, single women are dating. They're dating, actively dating, but they still, whether it's two, three, four, five different dudes, but they still want one of those men to, to wife them up. Guess what? It's, how's that working out for you? It's not, and it won't. That's not how it works. And so what Kim was then funny now, and so what I say when I say real men don't do that, Kanye did it. <laughs> and some men will don't get me wrong, some men will do what these losers are doing, but I don't think that's who you really want. 
That's not the type of man you want. You don't want a loser to chase you and pursue you. You want to be pursued by a real man. The type of man you ladies want, I can tell you, is not going to chase you when you're dating someone else. I know hell would freeze over before I do that. You know, Kanye chased Kim while she was married to Chris Humphreys. Ask yourself, do you think Daydon would do that? No, I would not. <laughs> it's actually laughable. Some men would, not me. But, again, he's, he's a weirdo. And so what happens is she was with him, and I, that's when I was actually watching the show. She was dating. They were going through what they were going through, and then and he was actively pursuing her. Next thing you know, she breaks up with Chris Humphreys, and then she's with Kanye. Shocker. Next, watch this. Fast forward. She breaks up with Kanye, and now she's with Pete Davidson. You see how that works? It's like they, she doesn't know how to just chill. You know what I mean? She does not know how to chill. You know what I mean? Whether it's going back to Ray J, to Reggie Bush. I mean, she's been dating people liter- literally nonstop. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. You know what I mean? That's really crazy. But some of you, I mean, it's crazy to me, but for many of y'all, y'all, y'all can relate. And that's no disrespect to you, but I'm just letting you know you got to take a chill. You got to get that ass arrested. <laughs> oh, man, let it air out or something. Put some Febreze down. <laughs> oh, oh boy. You got to. So that's what I'm saying to you. So, so that so they you have the blind leading the blind. You know what I mean? You got Kim and Kanye, two just greatly emotionally unavailable beings trying to date each other and ultimately marrying each other, and then having children. And I remember saying then, I said, "Wow, I sure hope they don't have kids." I said, "They're going." This is. I said then. I said, "This is going to end in disaster." But I said, at least I hope their drama does not involve children. And now look what you have. What, they got four kids? Man. You know, somebody tell them when they get older, trclifecoaching.com, because they're going to need it, those little girls. So so what else? So he calls himself Jesus. That's what he called. He called himself Jesus, which is an obvious uh, mockery of Jesus, similar to how Jay-Z calls himself Jehovah, which is a mockery of, as we all know, Jehovah. That's called blasphemy. I don't know if you guys are familiar with but that's what you call blasphemy. What does the Bible say about blasphemy? It says those who blaspheme the name of God will not be forgiven. Look it up. I don't have the scripture in front of me, but I know that's what it says. It says they will, will not be forgiven. There's a lot of things that God forgives. But it says, those who blaspheme the name of God will not be forgiven. And fortunately for them, this is not the Old Testament times, because we know what would happen to people who blaspheme the name of God in, in, in Old Testament times. And they'd be killed on the spot. New Testament, just, I'm just telling you what it says, what the Bible says. And that's what we're not doing as a people. We're not consulting God. I was debating with some friends, prenuptial agreements, you know, uh, yesterday. We were talking about some other things. And a lot of things we've got to do is we've got to look at what does the Bible say about it? You know, we can feel how we feel about it, but at the end of the day, what does God say about it? You know, Kevin Samuels encourages women to, to have sex. 
You know, I remember, I don't know if you guys saw the clip of the young woman uh, calling into the show, and she was saying she's celibate. She's, and he was just basically mocking her and saying, wait, 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 you got two kids or three kids, and now you're talking about you're celibate, you're over 40 and you're celibate? You need to be trying to give that shit away. That's what he said. And, people, and that's, what, that's who Christians are following? Wow. We went from Dadan telling people to keep women to keep their legs closed and be blessed with a godly man to, to you better give that shit away. That's where we're at right now, 2022. Oh, man. You know, but that's how it goes. That's how it goes when we start seeking worldly advice, uh, advice instead of the word. And so so let's talk about this. So let's talk more about Kanye then. So Kanye, um, now, let me say this. Kanye a few years ago, went through a, a a change in perspective. Uh, he says he gave his life to God. He stopped making secular music. He said he uh, was no longer going to curse in his music. Um, he started doing Sunday service. He married Kim. He had some kids. You know, and so he said that he wanted to, um, you know, live for God, and everything he did was going to be to glorify God. And, and he made some amazing gospel music. He won several, you know, artists or gospel artists of the year awards from different platforms, and um, I mean, really made some great music. Uh, I think what was the name of it? Uh, Jesus is King was is actually one of my favorite gospel albums, you know. Um, and so, but here's the thing. And again, I'm not I'm not here to a lot of people. They judge his spiritual walk. That's not what I do. I don't know if you guys know this. I don't judge. If you say you're a Christian, you say you love God, then that's what it is. I'm not here to judge your walk. I'm not here to judge his uh, level of sincerity. I, sincerity, I don't know what his relationship with, with God is like, so I'm not going to speak on it. You know, he says he gave up everything for God, and, you know, that's what it is. And, you know, if he did, he did. If he didn't, he didn't. He'll have to answer to God for that. You know, some people say, well, he's that's just, he's just pretending. He's, I can't say he's pretending. Somebody might look at me and say, I'm pretending. Somebody might look at you and say, you're pretending. You know, I know I know, I love God. You know, I know I'm a Christian. So, But, you know, somebody might feel differently. I don't know. So it's not for me to say. It's not for you to say. That's what he says. So that's what it is. So he does the Sunday, Sunday service, which is, which is good. You know what I mean? That's a good, and I think that's what people get away from. You know, you see him wearing the red hat, and so because people have been brainwashed to the point where they, they feel like if you don't, if you're not a Democrat, if you're not a liberal, then everything you do is bad, everything you do is this or whatever. You support Trump, everything you do is whatever. But the reality is we're, we're missing the point of it. This is a man who is saying, look, I have been a sinner. I, I was a sinner. I've acknowledged that. I've, he's acknowledged blaspheming God. And he's saying, hey, I wanted to change my life, and now I'm going to make church music. That's, that's a good thing, no matter how you look at it. No matter if you think he's sincere, no matter if you don't believe it, or you do, but it doesn't matter. It's that on the surface is good, and we need more people to do that. Political affiliation has absolutely nothing to do with, <laughs> you know what I mean, your relationship with God. You know, people say, he's crazy, he's crazy. I say, well, okay, well, why is he crazy? He said, well, well, he, he, he wore a red hat. He supports Donald Trump, so he's crazy. 
Okay. That's it. Let me let me tell y'all something. Now, I'm, I've done a lot of political shows. I've talked a lot about Trump. I've talked a lot about Obama over the years. One of the things y'all got to understand is this. Having opinions that are different from the from the masses or from the liberal mainstream media do not make you, quote, unquote, crazy. Okay? Great ideas should not be dismissed because of political affiliation. I don't agree with a lot of things liberals believe politically because they contradict what I believe spiritually. That doesn't mean that I'm crazy. I'm probably the least crazy person you guys know. You know? Does that mean he doesn't struggle with mental illness? No, because he, he does. But I'm. But just understand, having a a having views. I said I was talking to somebody. He said, "Well, I said, uh, name me three things that he said or done that's crazy." He said, "Well, he said, uh, you know, slavery was a choice." Okay. So that means he's crazy. He said, "Yeah." For, let me explain something to you. Having a political view that's unpopular. Does not, or even might even be asinine. It doesn't make make you crazy. It just means you have that's your opinion. You see what I'm saying? That's not a crazy. You can't say, oh, he's crazy because he believes he supports Trump or he believes this. Nah, you might have a, a an opinion that that's weird, but that's your opinion. You know, some people think waiting to for marriage to have sex is crazy. You know, oh, you're crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? You you need to be giving that shit away. No, nah, that's, that's not crazy. It's actually biblical, but okay. So now let's so so that's those. So we went through some of Kim's, and I'm just trying to set the stage for where we're at right now. She has issues. He has issues, and so they attracted each other. You know what I mean? And now look where we're at. I I need to be perfectly clear. If you are struggling with something. You should not be dating. You should be healing. That's for Kanye. That's for Kim. That might be for you listening. You should not be dating. You need to be chilling. You need to be working on yourself. And so many women that I've worked with privately, read the testimonials right on. Those aren't, I didn't make those up. Those are real testimonies right there from real people on Facebook that many of you know who are now married, happily, you know, happily married, kids, families over the last 20 or so years. That's what I do, but that you have to go through that period of time to to chill. Now, so what I want to do is so now let's look at the divorce. Let's look at the actual issue. Now, here's the funny thing. I remember saying a few years ago when he, when he decided to go um, his his make this life change when he decided to give his life to God when he decided to do Sunday service and Kim. You know, I don't. She's not a Christian. You understand that. And the funny thing is, you guys ever have a certain group of friends, but then you decide to really start going to church and give your life to God. Those friends tend to leave, and then you maybe make new friends, or you don't make friends at all, and you go through a period of time where you're just kind of by yourself. Well, that's that's kind of how it works. You know, because Kim, you know, makes has made a living off of, from the sex tape, from taking her clothes off, modeling, you know, posing in, you know, social media, seductive pictures, all types of stuff. That's what she does. That's not a lifestyle that is, you know, in line with, with Christianity. 
or a Christian lifestyle, a godly lifestyle. So when, when Kanye said, hey, look, you know, this is my wife, but I still want to change my life and I want to give it to God, I said to many people, you know, then they're going to, this is, this is when it's going to end. I predicted the breakup a decade ago. But when that happened, I said, okay, this is going to be the, the catalyst to the breakup, to the divorce, is when he started doing Sunday service. It's just, I just knew it. Because you can't, there's that, you can't have that type of pressure on a relationship, that type of stress on a relationship where you have one person living a obvious and clearly worldly life and then you have another person trying to live godly. You ever date a man and you're trying to go to church, but he's in the streets or he's, you know, in the world and, you know, he's trying to get in your pants and, you know, one minute and, you know, the next minute you're trying to go to church and you're still, you might have sex on a Saturday night and it, Still, and then you feel convicted to, to go to church on a Sunday, and you just can't. You know, you're, it's like your feet are stuck in concrete. You can't get up to get in the shower, and you just end up sleeping in and having more sex, and you end up just having sex all day, and then it's like, oh, F it, I'll go next week, and then next week comes, and you don't go next week either. Next thing you know, you haven't gone to church for three, four months. Yeah, you know how it goes. I, I know I know how it goes. So I, Trust me, I know you know how it goes. <laughs> you know what I mean? We all do if we're Christians. Every Christian has gone through a period of, of that, you know what I mean? Because the best way to separate a Christian from God is put somebody in their life that's going to tempt them sexually. That's, that's the best way to do it. You know, everything is all good until you want to get your, um, your ass ate. <laughs> I, I mean, am I lying? I mean, I, you know, I don't do that. You know, that's disgusting. And to be clear, anyone who does that is disgusting. But I'm just saying, some of y'all are freaks. And so you want to get your ass in. You want to have sex. So the best way to separate a Christian from God is, 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 to, is, to, is to get the... <laughs> Let me chill, man. I'm just saying, that's what some of y'all... That's what the enemy uses to, to separate you from God, is a man or a woman who is going to tempt you sexually. And that is... And so when you have Kim and Kanye... He's trying to live for God, and she's showing ass. And, you know, I believe, if I'm not mistaken in the timeline, I believe he was doing Sunday service around the same time. She was, she was posing nude. She went through a stage. She just was like, she's going to show off her, her, her whole. She wasn't showing her whole body at some point, but it came a point where she was like, F it, and she started showing her whole breast. I could be wrong, but I believe that was since he started doing the Sunday service. It's like, there's no way that could survive. There's no way. You know, and she even said, I remember a few interviews where she said, she was like, yeah, it's, you know, it's been challenging, you know, just him on this new spiritual walk. You know, and she said she, that's just not where she was. at There's a period. That's just not where she is. It's not what she was into. You know, and so I was not surprised. I predicted they would break up probably a few months later, and they, and they did. Um, you know, and, and anyone will, anyone will, anyone. That's why the Bible speaks so much about being evenly yoked. If you're not evenly yoked with someone, you know, the, and that, a lot of people use that term incorrectly. They think it means something that to do with finances or career or, or, or a bachelor's degree or something. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with are you yoked equally spiritually? Are you yoked equally when it comes to your love and relationship with God? That's what being equally yoked means. So, um, 
So, so they decided to go their separate ways. Not surprising at all. But let's look at what, what, what's happened since then. So what's happened since then is that, um, you know, he's been publicly advocating to get his family back, to get his wife back. Uh, he said, you know, they're not divorced. He went on drink champs. He said, look, I'm not, I haven't signed any paperwork. That's still my wife. And meanwhile, she's laid up with skeet, you know, and he's doing what he's doing with, uh, with Julia Fox. And then he's got the new girl. Um, and so, but he was still openly advocating to get his, uh, his family back, praying to bring his family back, which is, first of all, that's crazy. How are you praying to get your family back when you're laid up with somebody else and she's laid up? First of all, why would you want someone back who's giving her body to someone else? We talked about real men earlier. That's not what any real man, you're giving your ass away to somebody else? I don't want you. That's just me, though. I don't care if we got kids or not. You know what I mean? That's so that's that's cornballish. Okay? You're, it makes it makes no sense. You're publicly parading this other woman around. You're saying you want your, your wife back. Okay? Your wife is taking trips to, to the Bahamas and all over the world with Skeet, who's actually skeeting in your wife, and you but you want her back? Yeah, that's uh that's not something that I can relate to. So so there was that side of it. He's publicly advocating it, but then the kids became involved. The kids became involved. Now you have, you know, he put on on social media that he was not invited to his uh, his his daughter's birthday party. Um, and that, let me, and this is where I have an issue with Ken. Um, generally speaking, I, I have not had a problem with how she's chosen to handle this. She has not been bashing him. She has not been. Um, you know, making statements about him negatively. And so I respected that about her. But what I did not like is the fact that Kanye, and I don't know what the situation was, but there's no way a father should have to wonder or beg or plead to find the location of his daughter's birthday party. There's no way that should, I don't know, I don't even know, we don't really know the full details of it, but that's not cool, period. I don't care if you're getting along. I don't care if you are able to come on and say, wow, Kanye's a great uh, father and he has uh, a great relationship with his kids. I don't care what's going on with the two of you. He needs to have access to those kids. Now, if he's not a good father, if he's not, you know, good for the children, and it's, it is a... Uh, tumultuous situation with the kids, then no. But if you're saying as a mother he's a great father, he should he should not have had to wonder or guess or beg or plead to, to be invited to his own daughter's birthday party. I remember my, my fraternity, Phi Beta Sigma, we uh, had our centennial uh, a few years ago, and uh, that was well, not a few years ago, about 10 years ago, because it was my daughter's first birthday party. And uh, on that Saturday, I left. That, our cent, a centennial comes around once every hundred years. But I could not miss, did not want to miss my daughter's first birthday party. So I did what I cut centennial short, which is a historic event, just so I could be back for my daughter's uh, birthday party. Now, is that something? And so I, that kind of struck me. I could relate to that. That was Kanye West's daughter's first birthday party. And so I'm speeding on 95, trying to get back to to Philadelphia to get to my daughter's first birthday party. It's not like she's going to remember it. 
but it's the principle. And she'll probably, she will look back on it, and I'm sure she will say, wow, this is what he went through for me. They were going through, hopefully, they were going through whatever they were going through, but he really wanted to be there. And that's what he said. That's what he said. That's what he, he's like, look, people say, well, no, you shouldn't, you shouldn't go on social media. You shouldn't, you shouldn't talk about stuff like that. You should keep that private. But no, you, you kind of have to. And I did not have a problem with that. You know why? Because in a few years, his daughter is going to pull up a Google. She's going to go on YouTube, and, and, and she's going to get it. She's like, yeah, they, wow, they were going through this, that, and the third. But he wanted to be there for me. And, and had he not done that, the narrative could be spun differently and has already been spun differently. But all she has to do is see what he said, not what TMZ says, not what your social media friends say, but what he said. And that's what matters to these little girls. Because at the end of the day, I really don't care what people think. I don't, y'all, if y'all know me, I don't, I'm not here for the likes. I'm not here to go viral. I'm not here for none of that. I don't care about any of that. I don't need to be famous. I've never wanted it. I don't desire it. It's not a, an ambition of mine. But what's important to me is what my kids think. You understand that? And that's what was important to him. So he said, no, you know, I need to put this out there directly so they can see this is what it is. They're not, and I, I, I agree with that. I, I agree with celebrities, you know, or anyone really controlling their own narrative. You know, now, a lot of things he's doing, which I'm going to talk about, I do not agree with at all. But I'm just saying that in particular, him, you know, recording talking directly to the, the people, the fans, and so, and, so the, and his daughter directly, when she sees that 10, 15 years from now, she'll know what it was. People say he's, he's praying on social media. That's crazy. It's crazy to pray? We're, so now we're in a place where we're scrutinizing someone, how someone prays. <laughs> you can't do that. You cannot screw The funny thing is most the people, the most loved celebrities are advocating guns, drugs, violence, gang culture. But we want to sit up here and scrutinize Kanye West and how he prays. Jay-Z can do whatever the heck he wants to do. <laughs> Beyonce can do whatever she wants to do, blaspheme in the name of God. Nobody says anything about it. But we want to actually nitpick how someone prays. Some say, well, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, it shouldn't matter. He, he, you should pray privately. You shouldn't pray publicly. That's not for other people to hear. But, but, he's, but he is praying for his family. He's praying for his children. That's, that's, that's really what we want to bash him for, how he chooses to pray. <laughs> Forget what Megan Thee Stallion is doing, twerking, and, and Cardi B advocating prostitution amongst the kids. We want to worry about how how Kanye prays for his kids. Okay, that makes sense. It's ridiculous. We will support sin because it doesn't make us feel uncomfortable. But seeing a father praying for his kids, that's uncomfortable for a lot of people. Why? Because they didn't have a father. And they, and they don't have a father. So they can't relate to a father praying for them. 
That's a problem. And that's why it's a problem for them to see it. Oh, he, he's doing that on social media. He, he must be crazy. Praying for his daughter is crazy. Man, wow, if that's what's crazy, then, hey, I guess I'm crazy too. I have a friend of mine, we were driving, and, and back in the day, funny thing is, I might have even thought this was a little crazy. And, you know, 20 years later, though, it wasn't crazy at all. Uh, we were driving, and he sees, he was further along in his spiritual walk than me um, at the time. And we're driving. I don't remember where we were driving, but we see this young woman. I think she was coming out of a strip club. or, or It looked like she was maybe a stripper, but she didn't look in a, to be in a good place emotionally. And she was, like, on the side of the road or coming out of this building. And he said, yo, man, pull, pull the car over. I was driving. He said, yo, pull the car over, man. I said, uh, for what? No, yo, pull the car over. So I pull over, and he gets out. And he goes over to a woman to talk to her and just kind of, you know, see, was, is she okay? And uh, she wasn't. And he uh, he ended up praying for her. He ends up praying for her right there. He's like, yo, you know, you mind if I pray for you? And they prayed, held hands right there on the side of the road. And he prayed for her, you know. Um, and then so we we get in the car. We start driving again. And then uh, he says, yo, man, I'm sorry, man. Just, just do me a favor. Pull over again. And I said, uh, for what? He said, no, nah, just pull over. So he, we pull over. He gets out the car again, and he starts just praising God right there on the side of the road, praising him, like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Wow, thank you, Lord. You know what I mean? And I was just like, wow. At the, at the time, and I, I had to repent for this, because at the time I was embarrassed. I said, wow, that, that that's crazy, right? That looked crazy to me. And I'm being, I, that was me. I felt like that about him. So I already know why people are looking at Kanye and saying he's that looks crazy because they couldn't re- they can't relate. But guess what? I couldn't relate either. But guess what? Twenty years later, that's not crazy at all. That's what he should have done. Both pr- praying with the young woman and praising God, regardless where it is. You feel like you gotta get that praise out, then, that, then that's what you gotta do. It's not crazy. That's what you're supposed to do. If you feel like, hey man, I gotta get on social media right now and just pray. Guess what? That's that's what that's what you need to do. You know what I mean? I think a lot of times we get caught up. People act like likes are like gold. You ever notice that on on social media? People act like likes are gonna give them some type of value, and it's like wow. It both ways. They act like getting likes is gonna affect their life in some way, and they act like giving likes is gonna affect them. Like even some of y'all, man. This is the most valuable information. Period. You know what I mean? But some of y'all act like giving a like is like, wow, this is fun. You know what I mean? It's like it doesn't hurt you. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it, you know, I don't judge you. You do. I told y'all back in the day, man, I said some of y'all listen to this show with your with your Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity sunglasses on. Like, it's like, I get it. I, I want y'all, I get it. It's not popular. It's not, you know, it's not going to make you cool to like the data on talk. I get it because I'm not talking about the same stuff in the same way that other people who are popular are talking about. I get it. But you know who doesn't get it? God. God doesn't respect people being ashamed of. If you feel like you need to pull over on the side of the road and get a praise on, guess what? Don't be embarrassed, because otherwise God will be embarrassed You don't want when you want that blessing. You know what I mean? Who are you going to go to? Social, Facebook? <laughs> guess what? 
<laughs> Instagram can't give you a blessing. You get likes, but you can't get a blessing from Instagram. Facebook ain't going to give you a breakthrough. I'm just being real with y'all. That's why I don't care about it. Y'all see me? I still post the Bible verses online. Yeah, I still post stuff that I know isn't going to get a million likes. I could care less about a like. You know? I got my bank account is good. My family's good. Wife is good. Kids are good. You know, I'm good. I don't really need likes. <laughs> y'all might. I don't I don't need to, to, to go viral. I went, I've gone viral two times in my life. Two times. And, I'm, and it was by accident. I posted, I'll tell you all, I uh, posted a picture of my daughter, my daughter who's a, who is beautiful and was a beautiful baby. I posted her baby pictures. They went viral. The album went viral. It was seen by like 500,000 people and shared like a million times. I'm like, yo, it's crazy. <laughs> that went viral. And a post I did about Beyonce uh, talking about she wants, how she wants people to worship her uh, and bow down to her. That went viral. Some of y'all might remember. It's seen by close to a million people. I was like, okay, but I mean, I don't need to go viral. I don't, I'm just, and I'm saying all that to say we should not be bashing people for how they choose to worship, especially when you ain't worshiping at all. So let's talk about, let's talk about some other issues that he has with Kim. And this is an issue that I think we should all focus on is TikTok. TikTok. One of the issues that he had was Kim allowing his daughter to be on TikTok and to follow these TikTok trends, that's what they call them, trends, that are clearly not appropriate for little girls. One of them being the emo, I'm in love with, I fell in love with an emo girl trend. You guys have maybe heard of that? I'm in love with an emo girl. That's not okay for a a six-year-old or or however old, three, four, five-year-old to be singing, eight-year-old, that's not okay. Some people say, oh, it's not that bad. It's no big deal. Well, it is. It it actually is a big deal. Why is it a big deal? Because let me ask you, do you know what emo means? How many of you guys know what emo means? Your kids are singing it, but do you know what that term means? No, probably not, right? Because you know how I know? Because I didn't know. I thought it meant emotional. Oh, you thought it did too? No, it didn't. It doesn't. Emo does not mean emotional. My daughter had to really drill that into my head because we used to argue. I'm like, no, it means emotional. Daddy, no, it doesn't. It doesn't mean emotional. I said, what does it mean? Not that. So I had to do some research on what emo meant or what it means. Listen in because I'm about to give you all some, as parents, you all need to know this. Your kids are using these terms. I promise you. Emo means goth. You know what goth means? Like uh, satanic, evil, uh, depressed. Um, If you go on and you look at some of the TikTok challenges, you'll see these people dressed like vampires with the, you know, like the uh, dressed in all black, extra weird, you know, uh, fangs or, you know, just looking like a vampire, looking like some type of, demonic rock star or something. That's what it means to be emo. You know what I'm saying? Emo means like you're you're depressed, you're satanic, you're goth. And so when you look at these videos, you see people, one woman, I uh, and I just Googled this. I just literally I, uh, went on Instagram, I mean, uh, TikTok, and I typed in the search, just emo trend. 
And the first video that came up was a young woman dressed in all black, and she was doing some type of satanic seance. You had the, the satanic pentagram in the background. Like, that's, that's literally the first thing that came up. And then if you keep looking, you keep scrolling through, that's what they will all look like. Most of them will look like or something to that effect. And so my point is, if you're Kanye, why would you want your daughter participating in that trend? First of all, I mean, first of all, you shouldn't want your, uh, any young girl, fo- you know, uh, following something that's evil or satanic or goth. But aside from that, why would you want your little girl falling in love with another girl? That's promoting a spirit of lesbianism, right? I fell in love with an emo girl. So now they think it's okay for girls to fall in love with other girls. My son is only seven. My daughter is 10, so she's, you know, she gets it, and she's very advanced for her age. So she, when I explain stuff to her, she understands it immediately. But kids who are younger, four, five, and six, they don't know what they're singing. They don't understand what that means. They don't understand. They, so a lot of times they will think it's okay for a girl for a girl to like girls. See, we're, see, this is the problem that we're having, and this is one of the reasons why I had to get out of this because again, I was alone. I, w- I felt like I was like the only person out there who feels who is okay with acknowledging what the Bible says about homosexuality. We, I know it's 2022. I understand Obama was the, the, the gay pre, uh, champion of homosexuality. I understood. You know what I mean? Like, that's just what he did, you know, and so that has made it okay in a lot of people's eyes. It's become normal in a lot of people's eyes. But one place it's not normal is the Bible. The Bible still says it's an abomination. It still says that it did not change. Yes, it's years and years and years later, but guess what? It's still an abomination to God. You understand that? And so no matter what we do, no matter what TikTok trends, no matter what president says, you know, it's still an abomination. It's still not okay. Gender reassignment, I don't care what Dwayne Wade decides to do with his kids, it's still not cool. And so for Kanye to step up and say this, this is something all, all parents should be on board with, and certainly black men should be on board with. You have a white mother allowing your black daughter to sing about being in love with another girl. When, why, why would you think that's okay? But that's not the narrative, is it? That's not the narrative that's being projected. The narrative is that Kanye is crazy. The narrative is that Kanye is harassing Kim. He's stalking Kim. And, again, he is doing some of that. Don't get it twisted. I'm going to talk about that. But I'm just saying, don't just dismiss everything that he's saying because you don't agree with certain things that he's doing. That is an extremely valid point that he made about not wanting his daughter on TikTok. First of all, she's not even supposed to be on there because I think the age of them is, what, 13 or 14? So to create an account to begin with, you have to make a fake page. you got to put in a fake birthday, right? You can't just be on. Anybody just can't be on there. So she's not even supposed to be on there. That's the, that's, so Kim is not cool for that. And Kanye is just stepping up. Now, another thing he said, he was like, look, he wanted his kid. think about this. He said he wanted his kids to come to church, come to Sunday service. The service started at 10. He said, well, she, he said, look, I want the kids to come. He said, or Kim told him that, well, the kids had a sleepover, so they're not gonna, she's not going to come to church. Now, is, that is a valid complaint. 
okay? That is a valid complaint that he had. First of all, when I was young, I don't know about y'all, how y'all were brought up, but I didn't really have a choice when I did things as a, as a child. If my parents said this is what we're, especially if my dad said this is what we're doing, then guess what? That's what we were doing. When did women start deciding what happened in the household with these kids? And that's no disrespect to women. But last time I checked, the, the husband was the head of the household. The father was the head of the household. And women submitted to the husband as the husband submits to God. That's the natural order of things. See, we, and again, one of the next shows that I'm going to be doing is, on, is going to be on submission and what it really means because so many women have a problem with that term as if it's something bad. The term, it's not bad to submit. If a husband can submit to, uh, to God, then why can't a woman submit to her husband? Because that's how it's supposed to be. That's what the Bible says. If we're, if we're really living in a, a Christian household, it's not a, submission is not bad. So since when did a woman get to decide what a child does and, and doesn't do when the father wants the child to do it? But, but again, that's a problem? He's crazy for that? I don't know how y'all's household is, but my kids do what I tell them to do. And that's no disrespect to my wife, I mean, at all. But trust and believe, if I want my kids to do something, they're going to do it. Plain and simple. And that's that's how it should be. You know? And ladies, if you are fighting your you know, your husband or your who or their child your child's father on those types of things, stop. Because it's not okay. You understand that? There's nothing wrong with wanting your kids to come to church. I don't care if they had a sleepover. Why are you planning a sleepover when you know you have church in the morning? That's just what it is. Take Go to bed early. Fine, have your sleepover. But guess what? I got to get up early because we got to go to church in the morning. You don't just not go to church because you had a sleepover. That's not cool of Kim. Let's start talking. You know, we, everybody wants to criticize Kanye. That's fine. Okay, I'm going to criticize him in a few minutes too. But guess what? Everything he said was not wrong. Everything that Kim does is not right. Let's change the narrative. Let's just not be sheep and go with what TMZ says or the media says or social media says. Let's actually have our own opinions. Kanye is not horrible. Kim is not a, a saint. You know? Get it? <laughs> That's their son's name or daughter's name. One of somebody's name saying. But you see what I'm saying? So let's talk. So praying on social media is not crazy. Buying a house up the street. Let's talk about that. Everyone is saying, not everyone, but the liberal mainstream media is saying Kanye is crazy because he bought a house up the street from his ex-wife. Now, let's talk about that. Is that crazy? Is that cool? Is that stalkerish? Okay, let's talk about it. My opinion on that is this. Here's the, I know this may be a shocker for a lot of people, but I'm not in their household. I don't know if they had a conversation about that or not. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it was cool. I, what I do know is that Kim told, she said that he's a great father, and up until a few months ago, they, they were co-parenting health, in a healthy way. 
she just said recently that Kanye was there taking the kids to school. So I'm assuming he stayed up in that house up the street and he bought the house so that to make it easier to spend time with his kids and to be able to play with them and interact with them and to take them, do things like take them to school. So here's the, my question for you. If Kim said, and they had that conversation, Kim said that was okay, and they talked about it logistically, how is it crazy? How is it crazy if they had a conversation about it? How is it crazy if she said it would be good for their co-parenting situation? And again, I don't know if she said that or not, but do you? I know I don't. I don't know what was said. But everyone is assuming that he just did it on some stalker stuff and that, you know, I'm just going to, I want to I wanna watch her in, in, in Skeet Davidson. You know, I want to try to get my binoculars out and, and see through it. That's how people are trying to make it seem. When in reality, what, what he said and what she said that I've heard was that so they could further their co-parenting relationship. So, no, I don't believe it's crazy because I haven't heard her speak on the fact and say, wow, no, nah, he didn't, you know, we didn't discuss this. He's, you know, he's being intrusive, has nothing to do with the kids. He just wanted, like, you know, that's not been, no one said that. So how do we know that that's what the case is? We're just assuming. Well, y'all, there are people who are assuming, not me, because I don't make those types of assumptions. What's good, what we, what I, see, would I do that? No, I, I would never do that. But I don't, I wouldn't do that. That doesn't mean it's crazy just because I wouldn't do it or you wouldn't do it. That doesn't mean it's crazy. Maybe that works for them. Guess what? I'm not a billionaire. He, I think they said he paid something like five times the market value just to buy that house because he wanted it. I can't relate to doing something like that. I don't have that type of money. But I can't say I wouldn't do it if, it if it meant being closer to my kids and being able to have access to them or easier access. No. So that's so no, I don't think that's crazy. Again, if she said that if they discussed it and she said she's okay with it, then obviously no, it's not crazy. And there's nothing wrong with it if if they're okay with it. Now, what is not okay? What has Kanye been doing that is not okay? What I mentioned earlier is that I believe he is a cornball. Just like you take away all the fame, you take away all the money. He's not the type of guy that I would advise anyone to date, any woman to date. He's not a godly man. He's not, you know, um, he's just not that type of guy. He want, you want, you know, but then again, neither is Jay-Z. Neither are a lot of these people. You know, I mean, people. It's funny how people love the the, the Carters when Jay Z is literally a clown. He's like the biggest clown ever. You know, Nas exposed him back in the day with Ether. You know what I mean? Um, you know, openly and blatantly worships satanic principles, blasphemes the name of God, cheats on his wife. You know, among other things. But he's he's not crazy. He's cool quote-unquote cool, and definitely emphasis on the air quotes there. He's cool, but Kanye's crazy? Okay. Oh, man. It's, the funniest thing is, the funniest thing is people still to this day look at Beyonce and Jay-Z as goals, relationship goals. No, like knowing that he wrote a whole verse about her in Lost Ones, 
knowing he she wrote a whole album about him cheating on her. You know what I mean? Despite all of that, they still are viewed as relationship goals, which is absolutely crazy to me. So what he what he has been doing, let's talk about Skeet Davidson, Pete Davidson. My thing is this, when you're a man, if you date a woman, okay, and she breaks up with you, she's gone. That's it. Or you break up with her. The relationship is over. It's over. Let it go. Move on with your life. I've never been into chasing women. I've never been into pursuing women prior, before or after a relationship. If it's over, it's over. She wants you, she wants you. She doesn't, she doesn't. Somebody else can have her. I've never been pressed. Some of these dudes are very pressed. You know, Kanye is one of them. And so if she is letting Pete smash, why are you mad at him? There's no reason to be mad at him. He's not raping her. He's not even being disrespectful about it. He's not out there, you know, doing stuff with the kids and, you know, antagonizing Kanye. He's not, he hasn't been doing anything. But for whatever reason, Kanye is just mad that another man is with his, his ex-wife. And that's, that's what's crazy to me. That's really the main thing that I have an issue with Kanye about is how he's been interacting in regards to his whole Pete Davidson thing. And as I mentioned, a lot of his, most of his points were valid. His complaints against Kim were valid. But what's not valid is the way he's, he's been harassing her and him um, in regards to uh, them being together So th- What I named this, the title of this show Is how to deal with that How to deal with a stalker How to deal with And I'm not saying he's a stalker Because I don't think that's the right term To describe what Kanye is doing I don't believe he's stalking her um, But in general How to deal with a stalker What you want to do is First and foremost You, you want to have a conversation uh, With that person Not a text message not a not not an email, not Facebook, not avoid them, not block them. But you want to have a a, a real conversation. Um, a lot of times, what happens is you have women who are having sex with a man, they're in a relationship with a man, and then they break up or they have an argument, and then they'll you know what I mean? They'll they'll dip and dab. They'll still they'll still get horny one Saturday night and they'll call a man over. Or they'll accept the invitation. They'll go over. They'll let them smash, and then they'll put them. They'll put them back on the block list. You know what I'm saying? Then they will, they'll call you that next Tuesday, and then you want to ignore the call because you realize that he's not right for you. You realize that he wasn't who you want in your life. You realize he's not the man that God sent for you, but you still let him smash two days later. Now you're wondering why he's still calling you. Like, come on, let's stop the fool. Let's stop the games. How are you having sex with somebody and you're on the block and they're on your block list? Like, I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, women will literally block somebody, and then when they email them, like, yo, can I come over? They'll email back talking about something, yeah. And let them, let them smash, but won't take them off the block list. Makes no sense. How, come on, y'all know, I know there's, most of y'all have done that at least once. Stop the blocking. How about this? Here's a better idea on how to deal with a quote-unquote stalker. Most, here's a newsflash. Most stalkers are not stalkers. They're not. They're just following your lead of inconsistency. Stop letting them smash. Stop giving them the ass. Then he'll stop texting you. 
How about actually let him know, hey, I'm done, I'm good, I don't want to be with you anymore, this is over, and be consistent. You know what I mean? Be consistent. Don't don't dip in dab, and that's what a lot of y'all do. Y'all, y'all, you know, like I said, you get horny, you, you get lonely, you let him come over, and, and then you wonder why he, he wants to do it again next weekend. Well, you're good. You know, women, y'all are good. Y'all get once every five months, and then y'all can go back. You know what I mean? You're, you're good for a few months. Men, that's not how we are. You give us some. We want it the next day. So you got to be consistent. Another thing to do is, is how about this? Don't get a rebound. Stop with the rebound, dudes. You know what I mean? Mari just announced his retirement. He's not going to be around for y'all for, for the paternity test, ladies. Y'all got to chill. Ain't no more Mari. He's gone. He's done. He's 83 years old. Let that man retire. Let that man rest in peace. You know, well, not like that. Y'all know what I mean. Let that man enjoy retirement. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are having sex with the ex, and then you break up, and then a few weeks later you're having sex with the, with the rebound dude. You know, like I know, ain't no confirmation on whose baby that is if you pop up pregnant. So stop it. Oh, <laughs> uh, y'all gotta chill, man. Stop with these rebound dudes, ladies. Ladies, I gotta. I have a an, un, an uh, uncomfortable news flash for you. The rebound guy doesn't want you. Okay. He doesn't want you really. It's not. He's not going to love you. And I get it. Some of y'all say, okay, that's fine. I don't love him either. I'm just trying to get over it. But guess what? Some of y'all actually believe that you're going to have love with that guy that you start dating a few weeks after you stop having sex with your baby daddy who, from, from the last 10 years, and you really think he's going to, you know, try to separate you from your heart from his. Come on. Ain't nobody. This ain't a Tyler Perry movie. This is not how it works. Nobody wants you. You, a, a month after you stop having sex with your baby dad, come on, stop the foolishness. Now, he, he, you know, he wants that ass, he wants the good sex, you know, he wants everything that comes along with that, that, that those uh, emotions that are all over the place because it often usually makes for good sex, great sex even. But guess what? He, that's all he wants. Nobody's going to wipe you up. You have to take time to heal. You understand that? If you're an emotional basket case, you're going to attract the quote-unquote stalkers. They're not really stalkers. Is a man really stalking you if he just wants that ass? Probably not. You know what I mean? All he, you really just got to let him know like it's not happening, not just with your words but with your actions. Some of y'all, oh, I got a stalker. This dude is stalking me. No, he's not. He just wants to hit it one more time because you let him hit two days ago. What you mean? He's not stalking you. <laughs> like, stop it. You ain't got no stalkers. Who's stalking? Oh, yeah, I'm going to stalk my baby mama with, with, you know, with two kids who I've been cheating on the whole time. I don't really, he doesn't even want you. What do you mean he's stalking you? I'm sorry. I'm not, that's no disrespect, but some of y'all are just really misusing this term stalker. You know, a man wanting some ass and just to keep it moving. One more, you know what I mean? That's not stalking you. Okay. They actually had a show a few years ago, me and my wife watched. It was actually called Stalker, you know what I mean, with uh, uh, Dylan McDermott. It, it, they canceled it, but it was actually a good show. Watch that show, and you'll see what an actual stalker is, okay? 
But yeah, so I mean, like I said, I'm not gonna talk your ear off, man. I, I um I have a lot of topics that I want to talk about, but I did want to give you some um, some insight just on this situation, man. I, I hope that they can resolve it. I hope Kanye chills out. They're talking about canceling him. They've already removed him from uh, performing at the Grammys. And here's the thing. Let me just say this. Don't be a, me- a social media sheep. They're saying they removed him from the Grammys, but he was never even scheduled to perform at the Grammys. That's the first thing. They were, I guess they were considering it or whatever, but they, he wasn't, they just did that to try to make him look bad. Now they're talking about, oh, yeah, we're trying to get him removed from, from Coachella. For what? Because how he's interacting with his baby mom and, and he has an issue with Skeet Davidson. Again, I don't agree with the issue he has with Skeet, but you're going to remove him from, a, from the Grammys because of that, from Coachella because for what? Come on, man, stop the foolishness. You know what I mean? Like, that's, they're just using this as an opportunity to bash that man. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. But, you know, um, yeah, this whole cancel culture, I'll probably do a whole show on that at some point. You know, canceling people just because they don't, they, they don't uh, fit in with what's popular. You know, cancel somebody. That's one of the reasons why I enjoy how I do things over the years is because I can't be canceled. You have to care to be canceled. I could stop doing this show tomorrow and, and not really care. Not like that. I like doing it, but, like, it's not going to affect my life. It's not going to change my life. It's not going to make me go to the poorhouse or anything, you know? So that's the first thing. When pe- That's the why people can be canceled because they live their life in the media. They live their life in the public eye. So you, that's the first thing. Stop caring so much about social media and getting canceled. I don't, you know what I care about getting canceled from, honestly, is, is canceled from God. When you get, that's where the real problems come in. When God cancels you, then you got a problem. But outside of that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Outside of that, social media, like, who cares? I wish people could feel like me. Like, I, I mean, and I'm not just saying that. Like, I genuinely don't care about social media. I used to. I used to care about social media, but I genuinely don't care about it now. I literally could care less, you know, about social media. Um, this honestly, and to be all uh, perfectly honest with you guys, and it gets, I love you guys for supporting over the last 20 years. I do. I, I love the fact that you guys are on trclifecoaching.com right now. I get it. I appreciate it. You know, but I literally don't care. You know what I mean? Like when I was retired for that year, I took the year that – like I was the hap- that was like the happiest I've been. You know what I'm saying? Like I really was happy. I mean, I'm still on, you know, you know, we still debate online and still have the friends of the Day Don Tolbert Show group, and we still talking there. But I'm saying, just outside, of, I really was good. And there's some people who, when they lose that social media acceptance, they're they're not good. And you don't want to be that person. So um, I do appreciate you guys for listening. I'm going to get ready to wrap it up. But like I said, man, um, in the beginning of the show, if you if you missed out, a lot of good topics. Probably my next live show, probably next week. Well, not probably next week. Will be I'll be discussing I, uh, Kevin Samuels. I want to talk about you know people have been asking and asking and asking and asking. Oh my goodness! Oh, hey, Dayton. Hey, Dayton. Hey, check out this guy Kevin Samuels. Who's this? Who's that guy? I'll, I mean, no, just check him out. He sounds like you. He, please let me just tell y'all something. Do me a favor. This is your homework assignment for next week before I do that show. This is your homework. 
you just listen to this show. Go and listen to Kevin Samuels and then come back and tell me, do I sound anything like him or does he sound anything like me? The answer, I'll give you the answer to the, to the quiz already. The answer is no. I think we, but we, but you guys already know that by now. So no, there's no, just being real, there's a difference between being blunt and being real. You understand that? Um, I like, to, I, I'm not, I don't need to be blunt to be real. I don't need to be rude to be real. I don't need to cuss someone out. I don't need to bash women. I don't, you know, I'm going to make my point. Um, but, you know, you guys get it. You guys, I'm not new to this. You guys aren't new to me. Um, and I, but specifically, I want to talk about what it means to be a high-value man, according to him. You know, I've debated with many men over the last several months on that term. And so I want to, you know, I've, I've had to familiarize myself with with Kevin Samuels and with that term and his definition of that term so I can come back and just speak directly because I don't want what I don't want. And I just want to say is I don't want women to think it's very dangerous. Back in the day it was dangerous. What Steve Harvey was doing was dangerous uh, as far as um, telling women about this 90-day rule. That was dangerous. It was getting a lot of women dogged, and we've seen the results of that many years later. And I was right there at the beginning of that to speak about it and help some, many women avoid that cycle. Not everyone was able to avoid it, as you guys know. You know, the 90-day rule got a lot of women dogged. The same way we're this, uh, adhering to this high-value man theory is going to really damage a lot of women because they're thinking that they have to do certain things in order to get this quote-unquote high-value man. That is a dangerous way of thinking. So that's the main reason I want to do an entire show. One, discussing that term and then discussing what you as a woman need to be doing, how you, what you really need to be doing to get a godly man. In fact, I think I'll, I'll title it that, high-value man versus man of God, because they're not the same at all. Like, you know what I mean? And that's what, you know, you got to choose. You can have a high-value man, but I don't believe you. Once you hear the show, you'll understand you don't want a high-value man. You want a godly man. So that's what we're going to do, man. Guys, again, check out trclifecoaching.com. The new website is up. That is where you can uh, schedule individual sessions, couple sessions, premarital sessions, online dating workshops, my uh, 12-week Redefining Greatness Virtuous Woman's Guide to Love seminar. That's where you can follow me and you can contact me directly right at trclifecoaching.com. So um, I, I appreciate you guys for listening. I, I I would love to apologize for the for the the long wait, but I can't because uh, I've been enjoying myself. You know, I needed this time off, uh, but I'm glad to be back and I appreciate you for listening. I will see you next time.
date on dope will motivate you, girls. A date on be a motivation, child. A date on dope will come and rock your world. A date on be a motivation, child. A date on dope will motivate you, girls. A date on be a motivation, child. A date on dope will come and change your world. You don't ever have to settle for that. Motivation, child, I did on top of motivating you. 